0: the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. With a winnowing fork in hand, he will clear the threshing floor and gather the wheat into his granary, burning the chaff with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise your You are my son, the beloved one. I can never assume what songs everybody knows. Or doesn't. I was wrong about The Rose by Bette Midler from the late 70s. How many of you know that song? All right. A lot, but not all of you. The thing is, whenever I would ask someone under 40 if they knew that (laughs) song, they would say no. Well, The Rose popped up in church right in the middle of a choir anthem last month. It was in what I call a mashup with the Christmas Carol Lowe, Howard Rose. You see, the director of a choral group called Conspirare from Austin has created a number of mashups, including Nearer My God to Thee with When I Fall in Love, or programming You Are So Beautiful at their Christmas concert. It always catches me a bit off guard, and I'm intrigued. Are we to take these as if God is singing to us, you are so beautiful? Or that human love is infused with divine love? Or that love is love? Well, here's another song, again from the late 1970s, showing my age, I guess, that was in a different mashup. It's by Larry Norman. We can be together now and forever. I love you. I love you. Hey, can you hear me? I gotta have you near me. I love you. I love you. And then the chorus goes on and on. I love you. 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 Repeat. How many of you know that song? All right. So not quite as popular. But let me tell you. There are more I love yous in that song called I Love You, that I heard in the first 18 years of my whole life. (laughs) Now, I knew I was loved by my parents. I knew I was loved by God, but my humble German, rural, from Nebraska, ancestors weren't hugging, let me tell you, or verbally expressive, for that matter. My family only started hugging after my brother and I went away from college. And the I love you... followed gradually after that. And I have to say, we're still a bit awkward with both of them. Our phone calls sometimes end with a quick, love you, bye, click. (laughs) At Jesus' baptism, the mysterious voice from heaven thunders that love-filled line, "You you are my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And our reading from Isaiah puts the voice of God in the first person. You can't get much more intimate than this. You are precious in my sight, and I love you. God's words to the people while in exile, God's message to us as well. We may be told that we are loved but it's another thing to really believe it. How many of us have struggled with self-image and wondered whether we are good enough, nice enough, popular enough, worthy enough, cute enough, lovable enough, rich enough? Then the tough times of life come and it's even harder to remain centered in who we are In baptism, God declares us beloved, beloved children of God, and yet it takes a lifetime for this awesome news to sink in, to sink deep in our bones, to trust that we are precious, that we have all we need, that we are okay, just as God made us. When we face our own exiles our own identity crises, our own insecure moments, Isaiah's poetry drips with grace. Do not fear, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not Consume you. As this day we remember our own baptisms and in a few minutes celebrate the baptism of Margot, we call to mind parents, sponsors, spiritual mentors who remind us that we are truly beloved. Recently, I watched the movie Beautiful Boy. Perhaps God looked upon the newborn Jesus as beautiful boy, and later the emerging adult Jesus as the beautiful, beloved one. Now, the song Beautiful Boy, again from the late 1970s, was written by John Lennon. How many of us know that one? All right, some more. This song expresses the hope that we have for our children. Out on the ocean, sailing away, I can hardly wait to see you come of age. But I guess we'll both have to be patient. Yes, it's a long way to go, but in the meantime, before you cross the street, take my hand. Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Beautiful, 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 beautiful boy. Beautiful boy. Now, the movie, Beautiful Boy, is based on the memoirs of a father and of a son addicted to crystal meth. It is heartbreaking to see the father's son, the father's love for his son, and the helplessness he feels as he watches this young man's life fall apart due to a powerful, destructive drug. I lived a bit of the story 15 years ago when my ex-partner became addicted to crystal meth. All I can say now is that love endures even when we cannot save someone or help them. Sometimes it doesn't seem enough for me, but I still try to trust that Frank is beloved of God marks with the cross of Christ in life and in death. That all sounds fine and good you may say, but what about those of other creeds and other faiths? As Christians we acknowledge Jesus as savior, as messiah, as beloved one of God. And yet are not all people created in God's image? All people precious in God's sight and deeply loved? these very partisan times. We need stories like that of Ilhan Omar. Ilhan, the first Somalian-American, the first Muslim refugee, the first hijab-wearing Muslim woman elected to the US House of Representatives, our country. Ilhan was born in Somalia, but fled with her family to Kenya when she was eight. Her family lived in a refugee camp for four years before they were resettled in Minneapolis in 1997. In these days of hate and division, what a story to give us pride for our country and a reason to hope. Baptism is about identity. It's also about vocation and calling. It's one thing for me to proclaim to you that you are beloved of God. But so is Ilhan and all refugees and immigrants. So are all people hungering for a bit of love or a bit of bread or a bit of hope. And let us not forget, so are those on the other side of the political divide. We are all beloved children of God. So this day, come again to the waters and learn to look on all people and the earth itself as beloved. Come again to this table and let this food and drink change you transform you, awaken you, to who you truly are, beloved and beautiful.